Undeniably Black, Undeniably Anime. Black Anime Podcast is a directory of anime and manga podcasts by Black creators, designed as a resource and discovery tool for Black Oraku. Discover podcasts that cover everything from giant robots to magical girls, all created for us and by us at theblackanimepodcast.com. This episode is sponsored by All Ages of Geek. Unites the geek of all ages with anime, gaming, Dungeons and Dragons, and all of geekdom. So visit allagesofgeek.com. Hi there! I'm Goku. I'm training right now while listening to Cool Concept Podcast. It's awesome! <laughs> Available on Anchor, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, and more. Oh, whoops. <laughs> Lost track of time. I have to get back to training. Hit. Hope you enjoy the episode. This is the Cool Concept Podcast with your boy, Mikamaz, and today we have a special guest, hip-hop artist Martin Blue. What's up, man? Hey, how you doing? Can't complain. It's a nice Wednesday. Hmm. Agree, agree, agree. Well, basically, I'm just, um, I was just finishing, um, a TV show. Well, basically, a TV show. My bad, I can't speak today. A TV show on, um, Netflix. And, Wait, um, what was you watching? Now, oh, the, the 100. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, I don't think you know what the, the 100 is. <laughs> That's, I mean, so, um, it's, it sounds, you know, I, I, for me, it's really just like classic films and anime is what I watch. So, mm. oh, okay. Basically, right. yeah. Okay. I'll look at some yeah. other stuff every now and then, but that's really, that's my go to. True, 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 true. Yeah. All right. So tell us about yourself. Yeah, man. So, uh, you know, I'm Martin Blue, alternative hip hop artist. I, uh, I'm from LA, grew up in the suburbs of LA. Uh, about me. So, you know, I'm, I'm pretty easygoing guy. I, I love, I love anime. I love hip hop. I love when those things, when those worlds collide. Um, you know, I've been making music solo for about, about three years now. Released an EP in the summer of last year. It was my debut EP. Um, mm. did, some, did some stuff with uh, Team Red Pro, Quirktastic, you know, Afro Samurai Shampoo, and most recently, the uh, Get Back remix with Shingo too. Wow, I, I I seen that what last year, the Afro Samurai Shampoo. Is it Shampoo? That's what yep. it's called. Or is it Afro Shampoo? It's it's Afro Samurai Shampoo was the name of the project. So what that was is basically yeah. Team Red Pro, shout out to them, and Quirktastic um, decided yeah. to team up and co-produce a live action crossover film 
short yeah. film between yep. Afro Samurai and Samurai Champloo. Yeah, it, it was. I wish it continued, <laughs> to be honest with you. I think they stopped at five parts, if I believe. Yeah, I think it, I think it was five parts total, the super cuts out there. Uh, but yeah, man, it was sick. And like, I feel like the they really they really did their homework hitting us all up for the soundtrack to try to make sure that they got something that, you know, that honored the original. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Oh man, I, I I was I was rooting for them to just continue on the project because I was like so tuned in and everything, and for them to just stop at that shortage of episodes, I was like, oh. <laughs> no, yeah, I I hear you, and it, it's like you know, all good things must come to an end. But I'll tell you what, man, Team Red Pro, Quirktastic, they're both out here still doing amazing things, and you know, mm-hmm. really looking forward to future projects that they put out. True, true. All right, all right. So, like you explained this before, when did you start actually start making hip hop music? Long, long time ago. Uh, for me, like, mm-hmm. the story really begins, you know, way back in like in like middle school, man. I'm talking like a while ago. That was like maybe 20, yeah, 2011, 2012, kind of that area. I used to, I had like a, a shitty iPad with GarageBand, and I was like <laughs> writing rhymes and like getting beats off of YouTube and doing that. Then, uh, you know, I, I developed the craft, and then. For me, you know, and by the way, this whole time I was still, you know, I always had my love of anime culture, 2D animation, all those mm. things. So I got into college and then I was making music with a jazz hip hop fusion band that I was the rapper for. And then at huh. one point I just decided, I was like, hey, I really want to do something different. I want to do something that feels more like me and what I'm about. So, you know, in 2017, that's officially when I launched and went solo. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. So what, what's it mean to be Martin Blue? Well, it kind of means, as of right now, it means I'm having a pretty good Wednesday. Um, usually, <laughs> what it means is, you know, it's just what I said. It's like, I feel like for me, making music is just, not only do I want to talk about my life and what's going on, but I want to celebrate the things that I love, the things that I care about. And the things that you know, staved off my boredom when I was younger, the things that got me up when I was down, the things that got me excited. That's really what I'm about is like, for me, everything is passion. You know, it's like, it has to be something that gets me going. It has to be something that gets me excited. Like for example, the feeling that I get when I put on like a Miyazaki film and I'm watching that and I see the beautiful animation. I see, I see what's going on with the characters in their lives. Like the feeling that I get from watching that, the feeling that I would get from watching any show or anything that, that I'm really into, that's the type of feeling that I have when I'm making music and the type of feeling that I want people to get when they listen to what I'm doing. Okay. Cool, cool. How would you describe your musical style? Yeah, you know, it's hip hop. Um, it's alternative hip hop. There's, you know, there's bars in there. It's uh, a mm-hmm. lot of the production actually is influenced pretty heavily spider webs does a lot of the production i also work with dusty nicks and some other producers but a lot of the production is heavily influenced by like you know sounds that you would hear either in 2d animation or in arcade games like classic arcade games like galaga pac-man stuff like that uh you know those are the things that that get me really excited like i said so i would say 
in terms of the instrumentals, it's that. But you know, for me, it's a lot about giving people a window into my life, seeing what it's like. Like my debut EP, uh, Pink, Blue, Orange, White, was just all about that. It's like giving people a little hmm. tiny window into what it is. So you know, you'll find, you'll find, you'll find bars, you'll find some storytelling, you'll find, you'll find, you know, some songs about all kinds of different topics. And you'll find the things that I'm most passionate about coming through in the music. I think that's I think that's really dope that you just don't stick to one uh, you know topic uh, when it comes to hip hop music because a lot of artists tend to do that with uh, their music. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, the way I always see it is like. I'm gonna get bored if I'm doing the same thing all the time. And like, for me, a lot of this is about making sure that I'm always, you know, stimulating myself, making myself entertaining the hell out of myself. Like, if I'm not entertaining myself, like I'm not entertaining anybody. So for me, first and foremost, it has to be fresh to me. Mm. Okay. Now let's get into the Get Back remix with Shingo 2. Yeah. How did it, how did the creation of that remix come together? Yeah, well, I'm glad you asked me because it has a lot to do with Afro Samurai Shampoo. So, so Shingo, Shingo 2, just first off to break it down, like that's one of my main inspirations for the style of hip hop that I make. Like I love everything that he did with the uh, Samurai Shampoo soundtrack, Battle Cry, his work with New Javis, the whole thing, Love Sick Hexology. I mean, that, that was, that was my shit for a long time. So shout out Mm -hmm. to him. But, uh, you know, Afro Samurai Champloo, he really was really into the project. And he actually came on board for part of the soundtrack uh, with the song he had in the uh, supercut of the film. And also, you know, mm. some, some cats from Team Red Pro actually linked up with him at a convention that was going on. And, you know, um, we talked, they put us in contact directly. And I went ahead and shot him an email. And I was just like, hey, man, huge inspiration to me. Uh, what you did on Samurai Shampoo was just incredible. You know, mm-hmm. I made this track get back. It seems like people love it. The culture's coming together around it. Would you like to hop on the remix? And he was down, he was ready. Uh, real casual guy, like real good guy to work with. You know, it was a real smooth <laughs> process. We actually did everything virtually. So this is a really 2020 type of collaboration. <laughs> nice. That's, that's, that's dope. That's a dope feeling, man. Yeah, I actually like I actually spoke to him like it was a collaboration on one of my um, independent projects called Samurai Shin. Yeah, it's a, it's a comic book. It was a comic book, and I did a I did a soundtrack to it, and I spoke to him and about it, and um, I I don't know what happened, but basically I just spoke to him that I wanted you on the soundtrack. And um, something happened with my uh, Samurai Shin project. The artists didn't want to continue it anymore. So, yeah. So, uh, that's what happened. So, yeah. Yep. I hear you, man. I think, I think it's really great what, what he represents for the culture and what he's done for the culture. For not only just hip-hop yeah. and anime culture, but the fusion of those two. And, you know, he's also got some really, really sick stuff outside of that kind of anime space that's really really killing mm. i think he recently dropped an album actually uh, yeah not too did. long ago yeah i think he did i think i think he yeah i think he did he dropped something with, um, with spin master a1 
very recently. I had to I had to listen to that because I haven't been I have been away from hip hop for so long. Yeah. So much un unnecessary trash. <laughs> and that's why like I I stopped. The only artists I currently listen to is basically J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar and uh Corday, I would say. The only that's only three I only listen to. Otherwise from that I just kind of got tired of it. No, so, no, no more. I will know Shingo too. <laughs> I will listen to his album. I I feel like he's a great artist. Yeah, great artist. You know, yeah, like man. there's no doubt with him. He like when I heard um, Battle Cry, it was on repeat nonstop, repeat nonstop, oh, yeah. and and then I listened to another song on YouTube and I think it I think it was called Black is Beautiful and that was dope. I put that on my recent um comment called Her Impact and just to reference him in general and um because it was about like a female boxer and um yeah basically that's it yeah, so, the dude is the dude is a master of his craft and you know when i was writing the get back remix actually the, my verse on it a lot of that was about trying to pay the respect to everybody that's part of that legacy like everybody who was on the samurai shampoo in afro samurai soundtrack yeah. like you know the work the rizza did with that uh shingo obviously mm. javis you know what i mean fat john like everybody who was involved with that so a lot of the things that I wrote in verse two are just about kind of seeking seeking out like this this mastery that came before. Mm. Yeah, I feel you. It's a, it's a classic, you know, new new jobbies, um, Fat John. Um, I played that soundtrack nonstop. The Sham- Samurai Shampoo soundtrack, nonstop. Yeah. Um, to this day, I'm still looking for the vinyl. <laughs> oh yeah, it's out there somewhere. It's out there somewhere, out there and somewhere. every time I look for it, it's sold out. Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 I have to get this. And then people have it on listed for like two hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, a thousand. I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, one of my <laughs> dreams is to actually have an album of mine on vinyl. Because a lot of people don't really do that anymore. Like some of my favorite artists do do that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I appreciate it. I love when Brockhampton made a vinyl for their record. Tyler the Creator got a vinyl for Igor. I mean that's dope. Yeah. I would love to have a vinyl for a Martin Blue project in the future. Well, don't give up on your dreams on doing that, man. Absolutely. I think there's a lot of uh, websites that do that so oh yeah um i'm sure that you you your manager can you and your manager can figure that out um have you went to uh, what's it cd are they still alive cd baby yeah they're still alive we we distribute through this company called level they're uh i think they're they're like an independent um offshoot of warner that's trying to get into the distribution market for independent artists 
So we distribute that, mm. but I'm sure that, you know, talking to them or talking to really anyone, I mean, I know that there's ways to do it. I, I, I would just love to have a record that I feel is worthy of going to vinyl, which is the only kind of album I would ever want to make. Mm. Okay. Dope. Yeah. What, what would be your dream collaboration with any rapper or producer? Oh man. Okay. That's, that's really, really hard. Um, that is really, really <laughs> hard. Cause there are a lot of people that I really, really fuck with heavy. Um, Chingo too is actually one of them. So it's funny. Cause you asked me dream collab. Well, there was one, it actually just, you know, just happened. And that was sick. Um, as far as like other artists that I would like love to collaborate with, oh mm-hmm. God, man, like, I think it goes without saying that I think Jaden Smith, everything he's doing Jaden right now. I, I oh, wow. think I've, I've had like some mixed, honestly, I've had some mixed feelings about records that he's made in the past, but with him in particular, mm-hmm. I sort of, I sort of see where the art's going now. And, you know, I'm really into this new vibe he's got. I love the melodies that he's messing around with. He's got some lo-fi influence on this record. And to me, I was just like, man, hey, that's a cat where like, if, you know, when I get to where I'm trying to go, you know, I could definitely yeah. see there being some kind of a creative synergy. I mean, it's just, he kind of also comes from that background of being into anime culture, being into like the Saturday morning cartoons, like that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. There's just a general feeling that there's something there. If I absolutely had to choose, that would probably be my answer. But really, there are a ton of great artists out there that I'd love to collaborate with. Interesting. It, it, wow. That, that was a left field. <laughs> yeah, man. I thought you were going to be like, I thought you were going to be like, new jobbies and uh, rest in peace. Somebody, some, yeah, rest in peace to him. Absolutely. And uh, somebody, um, somebody else. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, uh, like, uh, I would say Kendrick, well, Kendrick Lamar, um, or J. Cole, or, um, who am I? Oh my God. I look at my underground rappers uh-huh. list. Well, let me, let me tell you one you thing. Know- I, I love, I love all those artists that you mentioned a lot. Like, I think Kendrick Lamar is definitely one of my favorite artists. J. Cole is somewhere in the top 15. And, you know, but yeah, to me, really, like when I think about what my experiences are, what my life is like and like the kind of the kind of art and the kind of community and the culture that I come from, do you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. I definitely relate to a lot of what those guys are doing. But at the same time, for me, it's like my people are these people that love the things that I love and that are passionate about the things that I'm passionate about. Do you know what I mean? And like I see I see a real rich creative synergy right now in hip hop is involving anime culture in a way that it's never done before and i think that's fascinating so being a key part of that is something that Mm -hmm. definitely important to me okay cool Uh, have you like reached out to like any like indie artists that like like the stuff that you like like anime and all that stuff because i know like a few yeah, you know, I, I really, I really should, should do more of that. For me right now, really, I've got, so just to, to put it, to put it bluntly, like I've got, you know, like thousands of unfinished drafts in the tube. I basically, you know, mm. I've got aspirations for several EPs and some album, an album coming on the horizon. 
And like, to me, I would definitely be reaching out to independent artists or anybody who I think like we could come in and just really make something great. If there's like a chemistry there, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be reaching out to anybody I think is dope and will fit the vibe for that. So I'm definitely open to, to reaching out and collaborating. And that's something that I want to do more of in the future, for sure. Like I said, my debut EP, that was really largely, you know, uh, minus a few features on on some of the some of the singing. Um, you know, with some with some vocalists, that was really in terms of the rapping, like a, a solo a solo effort. But I'm really, really looking to collaborate more in the future for sure. I can, I can give you a couple. Yeah. Once 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 this interview is over, so it's dope, man. Um, give me a DM, you know. Okay. Yeah. What album did you grow up listening to? Wow, what album did I grow up listening to? Uh, honestly, I was like that when I was younger. When I first started writing, I was that young kid that like is an old head. You know what I mean? I was listening to all of like the the Nas. I was listening to Illmatic all the time. That was my shit. I was listening to real classic stuff. Like I'm talking. I was listening to a lot of Doom, a lot of Mad Villainy. <laughs> Um, you know, okay. I, I, I was, uh, that was my, that was my third option as well. <laughs> was, oh yeah. Oh, was, oh yeah. That's important. Oh, oh, so I was into all that. I was into the whole East West thing with Tupac, Notorious B.I.G. Like when you're, when you're young and you're a young hip hop fan, you kind of just, I really just reverse engineered it. I started studying the stuff that came before. And then I slowly, my taste in music slowly caught up to what the modern times were but really like that's what i started on was all that and that that probably explains why you know a person who does what i do now why my first real foray into the music industry was with a jazz hip-hop fusion band that probably makes it a lot clearer mm. wow interesting okay yeah do you feel that more rappers should talk about social issue more? Uh, I do. I personally do. And here's here's the thing I'll say about that. Now, when I was when I was in the band I was in, a lot of our music did center on that. But you know, to me, at a certain point, I was like, I'm losing myself a little bit in all of this because we all know like what's going on with the world. But like, I'm losing touch with myself and what makes you know what makes me feel good about the world as opposed to what I think is wrong with it. That said, especially in the times we're in now, I think it's very important for artists to, you know, to wear their heart on their sleeves and not be worried about, not be like pulling any punches about how they feel about what's going on in society. And I'll tell you one thing, um, one of the EPs that I have, I don't want to spoil too much, but you can definitely look forward to it. One of the EPs that I have coming up is absolutely in that vein. And I think people are really going to enjoy it. But, you know, what feels different between now and the, the older days of, of my creativity is that now I feel like I'm approaching yeah. all these things with a fresh take that really feels like me here. You know, it doesn't feel like it's just part of a tapestry and I'm saying I'm talking about the things that everyone's talking about. Like, it feels like, yeah, I'm talking about what people are talking about, but I'm doing it. I'm, I'm presenting it through my eyes as I see it through this lens. Wow. Okay. How do you feel where the direction of hip hop is going? 
you know a lot of people say that they're really worried about hip-hop i i love the way the hip-hop's going i love the direction it's going in because i think what is happening now is everybody is doing something that could be considered or at least on the edges of hip-hop there's a lot of really great creativity where the things that people are doing could be considered left field or could be considered different or for example an artist like tyler the creator one of my favorite artists who Mm -hmm. is never gonna get a lot of radio play really has only had a few like a very few songs that have gotten like consistent radio play but he's out here creating like creative magnum opus works like igor like flower boy you know what i mean you got people out here ridiculous things doing crazy like and we all remember what tierra whack came out with a couple years back and how different and new and fresh that was i mean i think for every person out there who says that hip hop's dead because you know we got uh, quote unquote mumble rap and we got all this going on like just just look around mm. like if you just look around a little bit you'll see very clearly that the creativity in hip hop now that's happening is just different than it's ever been before and i think nowadays the definition of hip hop is wider than it's ever been it's a less strict definition right mm-hmm. than it ever has been before and i think that's a good thing for the genre yeah it's 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 a lot more sorry it's a lot more versatile than it was before i would say yeah so like you just got before you like in the like the 90s the 2000s you got your whole uh lyrical rapper and then um i feel like late was it late 2000s it was all about you know um let's see having fun basically and which i don't have no problem with basically um but i just feel like there's so many right now there's so many like generic rappers that just talk about like the, the same thing but um but the the rappers that you name yes they are creative in a lot of ways but i just feel like there's a lot of generic stuff out there as well. Yeah, I, I hear you on that. I think the way I always view music in general, especially hip hop is like for every person that needs to hear it, there it is. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that is like for every person that is out there, every music fan, every every head, you know what I mean? There's like for every person that needs a certain type of thing, there is an artist for that. And I feel like that wasn't always the case. Like for example, nowadays you know for every for every kid who might be like kind of confused about their sexuality or maybe their sexuality doesn't align with like what we what society would consider quote unquote normal um or quote unquote mm-hmm. the regular right now there's rappers out here who are just out of the closet you know what i mean now there's for every person who every kid who grows up watching anime and feeling like feeling like you know anime and the rap world just don't really mix now you got a ton of artists even Lil Uzi Vert like that bringing anime culture into what they do in some meaningful way and now you have you have for that listener there is an artist now like I just feel like that wasn't always the case before and that's why to me I feel like hip-hop's going in a great direction Uh, yeah I feel I feel you on that element like the anime there's more there's more artists that love anime bad then bad then if you liked anime you'd be called a nerd 
for sure. Basically. I think in general, actually, what I would say, even beyond just like anime culture mixing into hip hop, it's like I was saying mm-hmm. before, like nowadays there is a hip hop artist for every listener. Whereas before, and I feel like that's even just expanding. Whereas before, it's sort of like there are lanes to hip hop that are very, very strictly defined, and like there isn't, there isn't necessarily probably an artist for every, you know, for every listener. But nowadays, I feel like every listener can find something in hip hop that they're gonna gravitate towards. <clears throat> Maybe I'm just old school. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it but like I do, I I do agree with the you know. Yeah. I like, I do agree. support those support those artists, the artists that like anime, who also like hip hop as well. So I do support those. It's the ones that like <laughs> that. Oh my god, that have the generic lyrics. I don't support too much. Yeah. So I hear you. Like yeah. I said, like the the thing that I think the beauty in that I think is that for you like the type of listener you are there's artists for that and the type of person that really likes that type of stuff you know who, who really likes the club records or the quote-unquote generic things that you mentioned like there's also an artist yeah. for them do you know what i mean whereas before it's sort of like there wasn't all these different lanes nowadays it's so heavily stratified and that's also kind of the beauty of an artist i think like shingo too like he he has written a lot about love, about feelings, about more vulnerable stuff than than you know. I guess a hardcore kind of '90s hip hop head would usually gravitate yeah. towards. And like the image of hip hop is now global, to where somebody like a Shingo too, you know, can come up at the same time as somebody like a Brock Harrison. You know what I mean? It's it's crazy how much variety there is in hip hop and how global it's gone. Okay. I, I agree with a lot, a lot you're saying. I just have to like, you know, <laughs> try, try to, try to like the new stuff. But like, I, I you know, I, I do try, but it just like, pops in my head of being like, oh, this stuff is just, ugh. Yeah, I, I get so, you. And like, you know, yeah. it's like I said, like my general feeling is the good news is that there is something for every listener. So like you're more into mm-hmm. old school, you know, lyrical stuff or you yeah. know, stuff that feels like it's got more substance to you. Well, there's artists for that, you know, and then some people are into the less substantive stuff. Yeah. You know, they want to go to the club and have and play the club records. There's something for them, too. I'm just saying, like, I'm not necessarily saying that one is better than the other. I'm just saying I'm glad that there's mm-hmm. variety. I'm glad there are options. And I feel like nowadays hip-hop is more representative of hip-hop listeners than it's ever been okay all right yeah okay what's the future for martin blue yeah man well it's like i said um thanks to everybody who's been supporting the get back remix so far that is my most successful release to this date so you know if you've been streaming it thank you for that like every every follow on spotify like every share of that music every every add to library or playlist helps it but really i'm turning a corner soon i'm gonna be working on a series of eps i don't want to spoil too much but i'm gonna be working on a series of eps and there's an album on the horizon and i'm just i'm just about to tell y'all it's about to get immersive wow do you know what the series is named of those EP, like well, is it I don't like want to give it away just yet, but I will tell you this: <laughs> it'll be, it'll be unique. It'll be a project that 
you know, feels fresh and it's definitely going to feel like me. It's not going to feel like anyone else. Okay. All right. So that's all the serious questions. Now we get on to the fun questions. It's all fun. <laughs> Current anime that you're watching right now. Okay. So, so I'm so glad you asked. Uh, I always just go back through and just marathon Samurai Champloo. Like, I love that wow. shit. I mean, that's the obvious <laughs> answer, but I will marathon that whenever. They recently took it off Crunchyroll. I don't know how they can do this. You can still get around it. Sadly, the subs I can't find, but you can get the dub on YouTube anywhere. Um, other anime that I love. Like, I've been watching a lot of stuff that I came up on or that I watched when I was first getting into anime, so... You know, I'm talking about some films, classic films like Akira, shows like Toradora, even like Slice of Life stuff. I like all kinds of different anime. It's crazy. Like I'll, I'll be in anything. Gossip is a show that's really heavily underrated. That's like a, it's like a, uh, it's like a night, it's like a 20th century crime drama, mystery, horror, like occult, all this type of stuff. Just really interesting stuff. Um, if I had to say like one anime that I'm really recommending that every person watch, there is an anime called Makaku City Actors that is relatively underrated and kind of flies under the radar. It is not very long. I think it's a single season, but Makaku City Actors is one of the best combinations of the drawn image, the moving image, the written script, and the recorded sound that I have ever seen in any medium, okay? And it blew me away. So that is definitely one that I always recommend as like a sleeper pick. I never heard of that anime. Yeah, interesting. It is, it is seriously but, dope. <laughs> seriously dope. And for and for the Samurai Shampoo, you can go to Funimation if you want. <laughs> I know it. Are you are you a sub uh, guy or a, a, a dub guy? I'm definitely a sub guy. I, I really like to hear the original <laughs> voice acting. And what's funny is not to knock. I mean, some some shows have acceptable dubs, but like, I mean, yeah, no, I'm, I'm a sub guy. I, I have this. Someone once told me <laughs> someone once told me that the English voice actors for dubbed anime are basically the English voice actors that didn't or couldn't get roles for for regular for shows that are not like being dubbed from us from another language so i mean if that's the case that kind of might explain why sometimes it's so weird but really the main thing about dubs that just that just ticks me off is the inaccuracies in the script and the writing yes i would say yes yeah i would say yes and yes and no Maybe because it's for like for for the American audience. Yeah. And like sometimes sometimes like the Japanese would say like, you know, out of context word that doesn't fit um the I would say the English English uh language, right. I would say. Yeah. I hear you. There's always that barrier and there's that, you know, a lot of things can be wrong yeah. in translation. And, and don't get me wrong, like, I'm not a purist on this. Like, even with subs, you can get, you can get shit in the subs that isn't exactly correct. You know what I mean? It's just for me, like, I came up watching subbed anime. I generally prefer that. 
Oh, I think I think Funimation has the the Samurai Champloo sub on there. One of the reasons why it, it got taken off from Crunchyroll because Sony bought the rights to Funimation and Funimation owns the rights to Samurai Champloo. Gotcha. Okay, so, that's good to know. It got removed yeah. <laughs> from their list of anime that you know they they, they were Funimation and Crunchyroll had a collaboration. That's right. It, yeah, as soon as yeah, Sony bought, they probably told them, "I want all the anime from Country Roll removed." So, from yeah, Country you can see Roll. like in Aniplex, so Aniplex is Aniplex. Hang on, is Aniplex Funimation? No, Aniplex. No, they're they're working together. Okay, they're working yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. So any, I would say. Okay. So like the, the English dub side and the sub side would be on, you know, yeah, with Funimation. Okay, that's crazy because there are so many shows that I've watched on Crunchyroll over the years. And, you know, I, I've got my own issues with Crunchyroll. I know people have their own issues with how these artists are created. Yeah. That is another issue we can, you know, we, that, that be, we should be thinking <laughs> of. Yeah, exactly. But I'm telling you, <laughs> there are so many shows I've seen on, on Crunchyroll that have the Aniplex sequence before them and if you're telling me that that means that on Crunchyroll now those shows are going to be purged that is going to be a problem for a lot of folks see they took a lot of sentai film works oh no yeah oh they listed a lot yeah yeah a lot of sent they they i think they expired they re- recently re- released a list of anime of a lot of Sentai film works that is going to go back to them. So, yeah. So, like, Country Rules list is about to shrink down a, a notch. So, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, that's something. You know, I guess in that way, it's, I guess it's good to have competition in the market. As long as they're putting out the sub, you know, and they're paying the people that make these shows, I'm going to be happy. True. But, oh man, I don't know if, I don't, I like, I don't know what's happening in Country Roll. Maybe because they tr- they're trying to fit in their originals. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. So, like, we'll soon see it in the near future. And, um, yeah, yeah. basically. So, okay. Favorite producer of all time? Favorite producer of all time? Oh, God. Okay. Probably a toss-up between... uh, It's a three-way toss-up between uh, New Jabez, and then the other one would be Jay Dilla, obviously. And then... Everybody picks Jay Dilla. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But but don't get me wrong. Actually, Kanye West is the third one. Uh, Because let's not forget his productions I have issues and how yeah his production sick, how sick his production was and the way that he thought about production just yep. different from anyone I, I like say what you will about the man to do produce <laughs> a record I liked I loved his first three albums yeah and the fourth one the fourth one was uh 808s right um, no that's the fourth album it was, it was it was the third album was wasn't it it was like it was like college dropout and then it was like it was like let me see 
I know the there the, was late the, the first three was go ahead. I mean, he's dropped a lot of albums. I just think I just think I've always think, thought it was so cool how he like genuinely just shifts the paradigm with his production. Like hip hop is uh-huh. Kanye has managed to straddle this line between being very mainstream and also pushing the envelope forward. He's managed to really like keep that balance extremely well. <laughs> like I've al- I've always thought that about him. Like he's a he's a mainstream he's a hip-hop icon and he's like but he's at the same time continuously like challenging the genre you know you're not gonna get a kanye album that sounds identical to another one no i do agree with that point of view but <laughs> the thing is i just can't separate <laughs> uh, hip hip-hop icon Kanye versus Kanye yeah outside of that basically yeah. so it's but you just gotta you gotta focus on hip hop Kanye I do agree he's legendary icon uh the first three albums I liked was Late Registration College Dropout and The Graduation and I do think it was the fourth the it fourth was. album was basically oh yeah 808s that was creative it was creative yeah. the way how he how he uses I mean, audio you know, was the best any any artist with uh takashi murakami on the on the visuals man like i love that i, the, I mean you know it, it's obvious like i'm a real mm-hmm. i'm a real fan of that synergy that international hip-hop synergy between you know japanese culture and what we do over here so i mean i just thought that was so sick that he involved him in that. Yeah. Yeah. The well, well I was mean, it he the worked strong, on like no, it the with Kanye, but most notably, the, I think he designed the uh, cover art. I want to say for for graduation. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He did. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, and I don't, I yeah. don't know if they yeah. worked together. That, that on was a ghost art. Uh, that that also had you know a very, very international vibe to it. It took a lot of influence from over there. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember the kids. That was a dope album, by the way. I actually liked that album. It felt it felt so. I wouldn't say. Yeah, it was fresh. It felt, it was like, it felt back. I would say. Um. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who do you Everyone. I listen, listen to, to a ton of stuff. Right I listen now. to stuff outside of hip hop as well. I listen to lately. I've been listening to a lot of Rex Orange County. Fuck with it heavy. Um, I've been listening to like some some. Actually, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of old Shingo too. Actually, <laughs> it's funny enough. I've been listening to a lot of his old tapes. Um, right oh, now, nice. I've been listening to. Obviously, I always listen to Wu Tang. Gotta love that. Um, you know, there's there's just like there's there's a lot of people I'm into. I'm even into yeah. some just like just straight pop stuff. You know what I mean? Like Bruno Mars is cool. I love I love I actually love Billie Eilish. I think she's actually very creative. Um, you know not only do i think she's like very creative but she did something in pop music where she took this kind of very creative sort of like 
macabre vibe and she brought that to like a very widely you know a huge wide audience like the way she rolled out her album with everything like i thought that was the sickest thing um so you know but in terms of what's in my heavy rotation um i can actually just look and tell you man like let me see Mm -hmm. here my heavy rotation there's yeah there's some brockhampton in here there's Jaden's new stuff there's in terms of like what's on you know my start there's toby <clears throat> lou okay i don't know if you know him, but if you don't know toby lou you should know him he's a hip-hop artist he's fucking sick um he actually has like some k-pop vibes in his hip-hop but it's like toby lou is sick i listen to him a lot um code of the friend love code of the friend Duckworth. Okay. oh man like i listen to a lot of cats man <laughs> okay i'll give you one yeah. outside well a little bit outside of him oh yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. like i, I i've been in the woodshed i i've i've definitely i've listened in the past in terms of what's in my heavy rotation now it's more the stuff that i mentioned but oh yeah i, I fuck with it heavy and i love what they always did with their visual aesthetic and how they just the world that they created with that brand it's just it's like nothing it's like oh, nothing man. i've seen so dope. Yeah, it's so creative. Back in what is it, early two thousands, when I first saw their um, music video, I think it was oh man, what was the first song? <sighs> okay, but um, it was like really creative, really different, and I wanted like an animated show based on their yeah. music videos. <laughs> so, so, um, well, basically they did those type of characters in every music video they did. It must it must have caught cost them a lot of money. I can't imagine those, that uh, it didn't, but I'm so glad that well. whatever resources they expended on making that, they did because it left us with something like, like I said, it's like nobody else. Huh. Exactly. Okay, so the one best word describes me. that wow. best describes you. Um, God, man, one yeah. word, huh? Me. I think yeah. that's that's the word I want to go with. No kidding. The one word that best describes me is me, and that's not okay. just that's All not right. just me being like dry and and sarcastic <laughs> or anything. People just kind of, in general more than anything i'm always just gonna be you know my authentic self you know people you know just come see what it is and like you'll know what it is pretty quickly and then once you get it you know that's what you got so that's the way i put it okay any advice for upcoming hip-hop artists hip-hop yo hey make stuff that you love first and foremost like make make the stuff that you want to see somebody make make the stuff that that gets you excited get make the stuff that you like when you're when you're alone and you're just having a private dance party like make the stuff that is what gets you going is what blasts in your head when you're doing that don't like try to tune out what everybody's telling you to make just literally make the first and foremost make music for you mm-hmm. and then if you do that authentically somebody's gonna love it i 
I mean, that's nice. just that's just like I can't that's imagine advice. making music any other way. I, you gotta make the stuff that you just love to make. True. Yeah. Anybody um, you want to again, shout yeah, out? Well, first of all, thank you for having me on this on this podcast interview here. Um, want to definitely shout out uh, Shingo too. You know, thank you for the collab, no man. It was sick to work with you, and like, I'm so I'm so excited to see what you do in the future because we know what you've done in the past, and it's been awesome. Shout out Team Red Pro and Quirktastic for great work on Afro Samurai Shampoo. Shout out Spider Webs and Dusty Nicks, the producers that I worked with on Pink, Blue, Orange, White, and who I hope to work with beyond. And just shout out to everybody who's always supported me as an artist and supported what I do. Um, thank you for you know, just everything. It, it means a lot. It's like it's it's hard to it's hard to do this sometimes for artists when they feel like what they're doing is in a vacuum. But I I know that like I know that out there like I'm doing this. It's not. I make music for me first, but it's not just for me. I know that there's people out there that really fuck with it, that love what I do, and I appreciate those people. So, okay, go yeah, ahead man. and share we'll your social so. media links. Instagram. It's uh, Martin Blue underscore. So it's M A R T I N B L U underscore. Same on Twitter. Facebook, you can find me Martin Blue. YouTube, you can find me Martin Blue. Same deal. I mean, if you search my name in any of the songs, you know you'll 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 find who it is. But thanks for having me. Okay, all right. Thank no you, Martin Blue. It's been a pleasure having you on this episode. Um, I quite learned a lot about you know a little bit. Well, not a lot, but a little bit about you know liking new things about hip-hop so thank you for like you know giving me that little knowledge this has been an awesome episode i wish you success on your new album thank you man thanks for riding with us uh appreciate thank you no problem so this ends the cool concept podcast I am Mikael Mouse, and this is. Oh, oh, you you're talking to me. This well, is this is someone who didn't realize the podcast was over, aka Martin Blue. And that's a wrap. <laughs> no, I, I said like that's a oh, wrap. Like you, you want to rap? You go ahead? <laughs> oh, that's a, oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Keep, oh, this in the, keep this in the normal release, man. Keep this what? in the shit is gold. Hey, don't. Oh, I love it. <laughs> All right. And We're we out. are. All right, peace. <laughs>